Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. My name is Dana Bevan. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Buckhead District of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm your friendly transgender scientist, and I'm here to provide you with understandable scientific information about being transgender. I am transgender, and I've known I was transgender since I was four. I was in the closet for many years and finished transsexual transition later in life. But I'm also a biopsychologist, which means that I look across all of science to understand how the brain generates behavior. I hold a PhD from Princeton University, and I published three books on transgender science under the names Dana Bevan and Thomas Bevan. Today, I'm going to talk about transgender causation. As a scientist, this has always been a fascinating topic for me because it involves an important example of how the brain generates behavior. And as a transgender person, I always wanted to know why I am transgender. There wasn't much science on this topic until the 1990s. Before that, there was some evidence that biology was involved, but little else. We knew that there were transgender people throughout the Western world, which meant that it was not some isolated phenomenon. But in the 1990s, I started to discover scientific reports and papers, which were more than just generalities. And I've been on the trail of transgender causation and related issues ever since. In my research, I found four factors that appear to work together to make someone transgender, at least according to current evidence. Some people think of causation as a nature versus nurture phenomenon, but as the middle of the 20th century, most psychologists came to believe that nature versus nurture was a false dichotomy or division. It started when we began to understand the existence of genetic behavioral traits and the biology of learning we now recognize that there are probably multiple factors involved in all behaviors. Being transgender involves four factors, but don't panic when you hear the words. I'm going to explain each of them slowly, in turn, in understandable language. But just to list them, they are, number one, genetic gender behavior predisposition. Number two, epigenetics non-interference with genetic predisposition. Number three, a Western binary cisgender inflexible culture gender system. Number four, early childhood gender learning and transgender recognition. What a mouthful of scientific gobbledygook, but they are not all that hard to understand if we take them a few at a time, few words at a time and uh, explain each one. In this broadcast, I'll give you a top level look at each factor at the end. I will also summarize how the factors play together. In future broadcasts, I will go into more detail on each factor. Factor 1, genetic gender behavior predisposition. The first factor is genetic gender behavior predisposition. Let's go over each of the words in that term. First, there's genetics. Genetics refers to the DNA blueprint that builds and operates the body. 
DNA is a chemical compound that consists of a code of atoms that stores information in all earthly life forms. You have probably seen the twisted helical structure of DNA all strung out, but most of the time DNA is found in a small ball in the nucleus of the cell, which is found in the center of most cells. Your body has about 37 trillion cells and about a third have a nucleus and DNA. The rest are red blood cells. In humans, a person's DNA is usually formed by the com combining the special male and female cells at a point we call conception. This starter cell divides and passes the DNA on to both of its successor cells. Cell division continues and human growth results. Genetic involved the DNA chemical information storage mechanisms that results in various human traits. Like, for example, eye color. For something as simple as eye color, we used to think there were seven genes or seven DNA segments that were involved. But now we know there are at least 13 different segments or genes that are involved, and we don't know that we've really found them all. We should expect that something as complicated as behavioral traits will have multiple genes, and that is indeed the case. DNA is different for nearly everyone. The exception is identical twins who start out shortly after conception when the cell divides and separates into two individuals. Two twins are formed. Each twin starts with the same DNA. In a few minutes, we'll come back to identical twins whose membership may include either one or two transgender people. The second term in this factor of genetic gender behavior predisposition is gender behavior. Gender behavior refers to behaviors that people do or perform, which culture considers to be in the gender categories. Any baby behavior can become a gender behavior, and the list changes from culture to culture and time to time. In the West, long hair for women and short hair for men were the rule except in the 1960s when I came of age and in other historic periods when long hair was in fashion for both uh, types of people. Makeup for women and none for men except for the recent upsurge in metrosexual men. Certain jobs for women and certain jobs meant for men except that the exclusive list of men-only and women-only jobs is shrinking due to technology and an approved appreciation of the confidence of women. Some cultures divide gender behaviors into rigid categories. Current Western culture is one such culture that has rigid gender behavior categories. Immediately after you're born, the doctor looks between your legs at some of your external sex organs and determines your sex. In Western culture, everyone is assigned at birth to one of two gender behavior categories according to their sex. Males must be in the masculine category and females in the feminine category. The term for this categorization of gender at birth is called cisgender, that's spelled C-I-S, gender, meaning in Latin on this side. Trans and transgender means on the other side. So transgender and cisgender are opposites. The Western culture gender system is also called binary because it has two gender categories. As we will see in future posts, other, other cultures have both historic and contemporary examples that have up to five gender categories. Finally, Western culture is inflexible and frowns on people moving from one gender behavior category to another, although some ca other cultures allow freedom of movement. 
With regard to being transgender, Western culture has started to change and to be more tolerant, but it's not there yet. I still get some dirty looks when I go out, and I'm still afraid to go into some places in the city. Predisposition is probably a word you have not heard much about. Predisposition in this context refers to DNA traits that make it likely that a person will react or behave in a certain way. There are many examples of predisposition of behavior. A primary example is language. Humans have a predisposition to communicate through language. Other species can communicate by making sounds and observing behavior, but only humans have a sophisticated language. This trait is so strong that even people who cannot speak or hear communicate through language in the form of sign language. We know about other traits that have a predisposition basis in DNA and in heredity. These include handedness, whether you use one hand or another to do a particular task. And very recently, the DNA basis for loneliness was established. Evidence for the predispositions involved in being transgender usually involves studies of identical twins. For identical twins, if one twin is transgender, then the other is likely to be transgender at about a 50% correlation. This is high, far higher than one would expect for an unrelated pair of people, since people are transgender at a rate of about 1% of the population. Some of the available studies control for intrauterine and family environment using fraternal twins and non-twin siblings data, but the results are about the same. There are also studies that have detected DNA markers for being transgender, but a full DNA scan has not been done because in the past, such scans were too expensive and costly in terms of time and money. Although the cost and time has significantly decreased, research money for such studies is not currently available. There are also biomarkers indicating that there are differences in DNA between transgender and cisgender individuals. And there are natural experiments or accidents of nature that also support a gender, genetic gender behavior predisposition. So that's the story of the first factor in being transgender, that of genetic gender behavior predisposition. Factor two, epigenetics non-interference with genetic predisposition. The second factor in transgender causation is epigenetics. That also may not be a word you have heard much about. Epigenetics concerns mechanisms that change DNA information or change how it is communicated to the rest of the cell. We call the DNA changes mutations, and the change communications we, also, we call changes in DNA expression. Some of these mechanisms are in place even at conception. There are examples of epigenetic chemicals coming from the father at conception non-DNA chemicals that protect the baby from certain traits. But most of the mechanisms we know about are active during pregnancy. There are examples of identical twins that you would not really recognize as being related to one another if you saw them because their skin color, facial characteristics, and size, and other traits are not identical. But they started out with the same DNA. So epigenetics has a large effect on how uh, people uh, turn out. So how does this apply to being transgender? The answer is that the, for transgender people, the DNA behavior predispositions involved in being transgender are not interfered with by epigenetic mechanisms. 
if we go back to the transgender twin studies, half of the transgender identical twins had a twin who was transgender, but half did not. This means epigenetic mechanisms block the second twin from being transgender. I should also point out that the twin studies demonstrate that sex is not the same thing as gender. For twin pairs in which one twin is transgender and the other was not, both had the same sex. This is a blinding flash of the obvious that many overlook. There are several theories of being transgender that suggest that epigenetic mechanisms like hormones and drugs must cause a person to be transgender, but the evidence for them is pretty weak. So that's a story about epigenetics. Factor three, a Western binary cisgender inflexible culture gender system. That's also a pretty big mouthful. Uh, why is the third factor, Western culture, one of the four factors in being transgender? Well, Western culture forces people to be transgender because it is cisgender, binary, and inflexible. To be transgender is to violate cultural assignment to a particular gender category. The categories consist of expected behaviors, norms, and rules. Males are expected to behave in the masculine gender category and females in the feminine category. What's important is that children are expected to learn about this gender system and follow it throughout their lives. Transgender people do not fit cultural expectations of gender behavior categories because of their predisposition biology. Culture gender systems are devised by humans and there is no guarantee they will agree with biology. Because of their gender, genetic gender behavior predisposition, Transgender people may fit better in another category or may not fit into either category. So that's the story about the third uh, factor, that of Western culture. It forces people to be transgender because it is cisgender, binary, and inflexible. The final factor in being transgender is early childhood learning. It makes sense you can't realize that you're a transgender until you know about gender. Children are surprisingly good learners of gender. By about two to three, they learn the basics. And why not? Their parents continuously tell them all about it with numerous examples. The children learn by watching their parents and other people who model their gender category in person or in the media. Parents and others also point out deviations from gender behavior categories, starting at an early age. Children are required to dress and present themselves in one category or the other, starting early on. There's no reason males should wear blue and girls wear pink. In fact, the start of the last century, the color sign was reversed, which tells you that these categories are arbitrary. Transgender children quickly learn about gender like other children. By age four to five, most transgender kids recognize that they do not belong in the gender category to which they're assigned and start in and on transgender behavior. They may not know the word transgender, but they know the boy and girl gender categories pretty well. When I was four, I told my mother that I was a girl, not a boy, and she was not pleased. Uh, that was about 10 years before the word transgender was even invented. So there was no way I could use that word. So to sum up here, how the four factors work together to result in being transgender. At conception, parents contribute to the DNA of a child. The DNA contains genetic information to form various traits. Among them are behavior predispositions. During pregnancy, the gender behavior predisposition DNA that will create a transgender person 
somehow eludes the epigenetic factors that could change the DNA or change how its message is transmitted to cells. A baby is born, the doctor may hit it on the behind to make sure it starts breathing, and the next thing a doctor does is to look between the baby's legs to determine its sex and note it. As we have, as we have seen, sex and gender are not the same thing because twin pairs with one transgender member are both the same sex. Culture takes note of sex information for a child, and the gender system is often running. The child is put into the appropriate colored onesie and cap, and goes off to the nursery. The parents are happy that they have a healthy child and start to make plans for him or her, depending on its sex. Today, parents usually know the likely sex of the child in advance because of ultrasound imaging, so they can get all the clothes and toys they consider appropriate uh, to the gender of that child. Like most all children, the transgender child learns about gender by age two to three, but by four to five, the child comes to realize they don't fit into the culture gender category that they have been assigned. They start to behave in the other category or neither category. The terms for this are gender queer, gender fluid, or gender non-conforming. This is the case with most transgender people, but some do not recognize they're transgender until later in life. They only realize in childhood that they're different. The child is immediately recognized as a violator of culture gender rules, and the child may follow several paths. We will cover all of these paths in later broadcasts. A final word, I've tried to give you my take on what causes being transgender based on current science, but whatever future science determines that the causal factors may be, transgender people should not be denied their civil and economic rights as guaranteed by the United States Constitution and international law and ethics. That's all for now. I'll be back with more soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.